Hello everyone, this is Tom Fox. I'm a compliance evangelist and I'd like to welcome you to a special five-part podcast series sponsored jointly by Skillsoft and Stoneturn entitled Partnership of Products and Services for Your Compliance Program. In this podcast series, we consider the code of conduct to risk assessments to continuous improvement in a best practices compliance program with representatives of Skillsoft and Stone Turn. I know you'll enjoy it. And now a word about our two sponsors. Skillsoft. Skillsoft's compliance solutions provide legal ethics and workplace safety training through a full suite of customizable compliance training options. Skillsoft partners with industry-leading subject matter experts to develop accurate and engaging courseware and videos available in over 30 languages. To learn more about how Skillsoft can help your organization meet regulatory requirements and mitigate risk, visit skillsoft.com backslash compliance. Stone Turn. Who do you turn to when you need assistance navigating the emerging risks from the pandemic or enhancing your compliance program? Who do you turn to for on-demand compliance resources and expertise? Turn to us, Stone Turn. Since 2004, council corporations and government agencies have turned to global advisory firm StoneTurn when facing their greatest challenges. Make StoneTurn the first place you turn for advice on regulatory, risk and compliance issues, investigations, and business disputes. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox back for another episode. And today I'm joined by John Arendez. He is the vice president and General Manager of Global Compliance Solutions at Skillsoft. John, first of all, uh, thank you for taking the time to visit with me today. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for having me. Pleasure. Could you describe your role at Skillsoft for us? Sure. So my role here at Skillsoft is to look at the overall direction of our global compliance business. Um, And I work with our uh, heads of product as it relates to compliance to look at our strategic direction, look at and hear what our customers are looking for, what's important to them as they look to uh, roll out compliance programs in the market. And and hopefully we do a good job as an organization mapping to those needs and and what what the market's telling us. John, as you know, the Department of Justice and Securities and Exchange Commission have, uh, within the past six weeks or so, uh, given us two really helpful pieces of information. The first came from the DOJ in the form of the 2020 update to the evaluation of corporate compliance programs. And the second came from the DOJ and SEC when they released the second edition of the FCPA Resource Guide. I wanted to use that as background uh, in a prior podcast with uh, your car- colleague, Charlie Volker, we talked about risk assessments and the use of them to inform code of conduct training. But I really wanted to explore the use of a risk assessment in a little bit different way. I always posit that the DOJ and SEC wants companies to assess their risks and manage their risks. Do you see that as one of the key components of a risk assessment as well? Years ago, there was this idea of one size fits all, and now we know that uh, from a from uh, from our learnings of, of various compliance programs, successes and failures, that you need to look at each of uh, these risk assessments by industry, uh, by company size, uh, and really take into account a number of different variables that impact those businesses and what exposes them to areas of risk. And each of that is a different size. One size doesn't fit all. 
So the um, evaluation, excuse me, the 2020 update spoke extensively about the need for risk assessments and a best practices compliance program. But I find, John, that many compliance professionals still struggle with how to assess risk and then evaluate what has been assessed. So I was wondering if I could ask you, what are uh, some of the top five tips you might give a compliance professional for an effective risk assessment? Well, the first the first thing is to understand what the goal is of that risk assessment. So looking at and understanding uh, what are you trying to get out of it? Um, you know, is it is it a, a, is it a holistic view? Is it a specific, for example, uh, an area, for example, is there areas of data risk that we want to look at? So what's your goal of the risk assessment? But I think the most, one of the most important things is to value the risk assessment. Uh, and I know that maybe sounds uh, somewhat, you know, intuitive. Why wouldn't I? But I think for, for a lot of folks initially, uh, risk assessments were more of a legal obligation than they were uh, as part of a strategic business assessment. And I think that's one of the areas that uh, uh, compliance officers, you know, look, need to look at, especially as they look to uh, for funding, because many many board members, C level uh, individuals, you know, they struggle with this a little bit because it's an expensive, somewhat expensive proposition, but not as expensive as the exposure uh, to the various risks. Um, areas, for example, data breaches, as we've seen uh, all too many times and what that does to an organizational reputation. Uh, I think another point there is using outside firm. Um, you know, we work with Stone Turn as an advisory service. Having someone come in with an objective view is certainly an important part of your risk assessment. I think trying to do these things in-house at times because we think uh, cost savings are going to be there. But but we don't get that ob- objective view. And I think it's really important to do that. You know, recognizing your risk and undertaking a comprehensive review should address, you know, areas uh, or understanding your enforcement of the company policies as well. So as you do these assessments, how are you going to enforce the policies uh, that you're finding that you've rolled out, but may not be being enforced uh, is certainly another way. Uh, as you do your risk assessment, you know, are you looking at uh, areas and, and my colleague Charlie Volker talked about this in the code of conduct, you know, is there a hotline, a way for individuals to report um, areas or, or violations that uh, expose the company. Because if we understand that there, there are risks, but we don't give employees a way to report those risks, then that's also an area that we need to look at and consider. Did that help and answer the question, Tom? In this era of the coronavirus health crisis and economic dislocation, uh, many of us are working remotely. You and I are recording this podcast remotely. Uh, that has seemed to raise challenges for compliance professionals doing a risk assessment because my sense is that many of us have done those more in person and live. What are some of the key points or how would you advise a compliance professional who needs to do a risk assessment at this point in time and perhaps into Q3, Q4 of 
this year and maybe even to 2021? Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great question. It's a challenging one. I think you hit the nail on the head. I mean, for many individuals, when you look at internal audit procedures and such, uh, those are areas in which uh, you've done those on site. So I think in part is looking at the overall systems that our employees use and how do we have the ability to look at the interactions or transactions. For example, if my, you know, if, if uh, I have now my procurement department working remotely, how can I and do my systems allow me to uh, periodically audit that information um, and get that get the transaction so that I can look at that remotely. My auditor can look at that remotely. Uh, share our personal story. My wife is an auditor, uh, owns her own CPA firm, and does internal audits for companies. And what's interesting uh, right now in this remote world is many of these professional auditors, in talking with her, have transitioned to having to go and log into systems and remotely and use more Zoom and technology. So. So are, is your organization, from an audit perspective, uh, transitioning to this uh, greater embrace of Zoom and other technologies that will help you identify some risk? So it's understanding your platform. It's understanding and looking at the embracement of technology and how you're using it. Uh, and that goes to, as we talk about uh, technologies piece. So, for example, I've talked to customers that are asking, you know, our data privacy content. How can we embrace, uh, how can you help us educate our broader audience of, uh, of users on data policies and procedures? Not so much at a, a very in-depth level, level, but a basic level of what's protected data. Refresh our audience on what's protected, such as customer data. Uh, those areas are, are keeping compliance officers up at night. How do I protect my employee data now that we're all re remote? So uh, it's really about looking at how does your platforms allow you to get to this information, extract data, and then analyze the data. John, we started off this podcast talking about companies assessing their risks. If I can now end with uh, asking you about using the information obtained in the risk assessment to allow companies to manage their risks. Could you give us two or three key points that a compliance practitioner can utilize to help manage their risk that, that has been uh, determined through the risk assessment process? Yeah, so I think it's one, and we talk about COVID as an example, you know, looking at one's policies and procedures. I think we, for many comp companies, you know, reevaluating that today, for example, the CDC guidelines, WHO guidelines, state guidelines, how are we managing that uh, based on the risk assessment and what do we need to do? So uh, for lack of uh, plugging a product a little bit here, Skillsoft offers a product called Certitude, which is a policy management solution that allows companies to easily uh, roll out policies, but make those changes, especially in these rapid, uh, rapid times of change and guidance. It's how can you get those out to the masses quickly, along with, you know, attestations and making sure your employees are getting uh, that information in a timely manner. And I will also say, you know, as we've talked to companies, employees want to know that they're getting this information in a timely manner because it's important to them and they know they want to know their company really, uh, cares about them to some extent. And I will say Skillsoft as an organization has really embraced those concepts about communication, 
policies to help uh, employees deal with some of this. Uh, I think, in, and that goes to along those same lines of communications training. How are we providing training from the risk assessment? So as we have identified various ha uh, areas that need improvement, as I said earlier, for example, um, uh, data privacy. How are we handling that? How are we communicating that now that our employees are um, are remote? The other is how are we communicating things uh, about you know fraud and abuse? Uh, we know that you know uh, as employees are not supervised, uh, things may happen unintentionally that they weren't aware they could not do because uh, they're working remotely. So how do we get that training out um, as a part of this? And then lastly, it's how do we report? You know, how do we have a, a confidential reporting structure that enables uh, the organization to understand where and when a potential issue has arisen and how do we have a strong investigative process as part of that uh, uh, risk assessment to close those holes and make sure that uh, they don't open up again? So those are some of the areas that I would say are key as we think about this moving forward. Sean, unfortunately, we are near the end of our time for this episode, but I was wondering if our listeners wanted any more information on either Skillsoft or any of the topics we've talked about in this podcast, where could they go? Sure. Uh, so certainly Skillsoft.com and click on compliance, and you could certainly find out uh, uh, around our products and offerings on our uh, various solutions. And then I mentioned our partner StoneTurn, and StoneTurn.com is another great organization that could provide uh, these risk assessments as well. when uh, We work with them very closely. So uh, I really appreciate the time, Tom, and, and look forward to future podcasts with you. This is Tom Fox again. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of our special five-part podcast series on the products and services for your compliance program, sponsored jointly by Skillsoft and StoneTurn. I have linked to the StoneTurn and Skillsoft website in the show notes, so check out those websites for more information. Additionally, if you enjoyed today's podcast, I want to let you know about an upcoming webinar both Skillsoft and StoneTurn are hosting. The webinar entitled Evolving Your Compliance Program will be held on Wednesday, September 23. And we'll explore how companies are leveraging data and information to improve and evolve their compliance programs. Check out the show notes in this episode to sign up, register, and obtain more information. I hope you'll join us again for another episode of this special five-part series which is a special production of the Compliance Podcast Network. Thanks so much for listening, and I look forward to visiting with you again.